Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast. This is the extended interview with Maria Connor. Um, I'm leaving this as is. I, I think there's a point in here where I say something about wanting to use some of what she said in the main podcast. I decided not to do that and just let it all be uh, for you all here on the Patreon. Uh, thanks, as always, for being here. My website is still, uh, it's better, but it's not fixed. Uh, in about an hour, I have a meeting with a uh, WordPress WordPress person who is going to help me get everything back in order. So uh, for the time being, everything is going to still be just here on Patreon, uh, as this one usually is. Um, but the the bonus feed, uh, the bonus RSS feed from MikeyPod.com and the just regular podcast feed, I, I don't think it's all working right now. Um, here's hoping it gets fixed <laughs> this afternoon. There have been just some, some little details that were going wrong behind the scenes, and I've been putting off like getting it handled because there are things that I either need to really learn how to do or get someone else to do, hire them to do it. Uh, so um, anyway, I started trying to fix it, and everything got worse. It is the short version of that story. Uh, thanks for your support here on Patreon because uh, the money that you uh, do to subscribe is actually going directly to this WordPress person who's going to help me get everything in order and also add some extra features to the podcast site that I've been wanting to do. So um, all in all, it's going to be a good thing. It's just a little itchy to me when the podcast goes down. Um, anyway, enjoy this conversation. It's one of those things like the, the intro is super raw. Like we started talking and, and what we were saying about what we would say, what I was going to ask Maria about in the bonus podcast actually became interesting. <laughs> so it's, there's no intro. You're just going to hear uh, going right into uh, right after we ended the old the, the main episode. Does that make sense? Anyway, the the short version of that is this is uh, extremely raw and I'm not editing it, um, but that's what you're here for, right? Okay. Uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for being here. Enjoy this part of the interview. Okay. So we'll do just a, a little quickie. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking of just asking you, I, I'm throwing it out to you just in case there isn't an answer to this question. Sure, sure. Um, any, any like... Uh, juicy stories or something that you wound up leaving out of the book for space or something like that? Oh, there's a lot of those. Now I just got to figure out which ones. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. Um, what did I take out? I mean, um, a lot of the stories I took out were related to the straight women I was dating at the time. Mm. Um, because it was, um, it's not really juicy, but it's just so bizarre to, 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 combine the two together to just, you know, me, me, me being Maria and then having to avoid, you know, making sure the women don't find out. Right. So there's nothing really juicy about that. Um, I'm trying to think any juicy, like sex stories, right? Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be juicy. I, I, it, I think that would actually be really interesting to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that, That's definitely, it's not juicy, but it's really, cause I, I, it was very hard for me to navigate that, you know, yeah. So that's clearly one thing. Oh, oh this is another old oh, juicy stories. Yeah. I had a whole chapter I wrote about Las Vegas. Oh, I took the entire chapter out because it just, I was running out of space and my, my sort of guy was helping me. He's like, just, just, this is a whole nother book. Right. I went oh. to, I went to a Las Vegas to a, to what's called the TG wild side, transgender wild side. They had something called Divas Las Vegas. Like every year they had these trans women that would meet in Las Vegas and they would, it was kind of conservative. And then there was a splinter group called the Wild Side Girls 
because the rules in the in the in the in the in this one the Las Vegas one the Divas was you know no fishnets no you know you know you know I can't remember what some of them were but I remember no fishnets was one of them it was kind of conservative and there was a splinter group of these wild side girls from Canada and this was 2007 who were going to break their their goal was to break every rule in the other groups and so these two groups were kind of and we would go to the wild we would go to the wild side girls would go to the the Divas Las Vegas thing and try to recruit some of the girls that were less conservative and they, the sex parties they had were just out of control. I mean, I, I remember going there and when I saw some of these trans women and I just, this is about right when I first started doing Maria, some of these trans women were so fucking hot and, and they, none of, they didn't have any, sur- some of them had surgeries, but the, I was just so confused. I was just so excited. I was like, I want to, fuck every one of you and the great thing is there's no everybody's the same uh, po- energy you know we go together it's not positive and negative you don't have to match up you can fuck anybody in the room ah uh. it's not like you got to find a woman and a woman has to find a man right you know so um i had a whole section on that and it was just it was just insane you know you know just just the sex parties and and orgies and and me, you know, walking, you know, to the craps table and as Maria and just throwing down the dice and it was uh, it was crazy and and, and and I'm going back to Vegas uh, in October. Ah, uh, so it, is that two questions? One is, I I keep the the bonus episodes like super relaxed. Yeah, yeah, sure. How, do you feel okay with me just using? what we've just yeah. been talking about. All right. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Because it's so good already. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's bonus stuff. You don't have to edit it down. I may have flubbed a few words and this and the other. Yeah. 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 But what's interesting is that if you look at um, my chapter on divas, right, mm-hmm. I talk about the different subcultures of trans and I've gotten to a lot of arguments with trans folks about this. Oh, the, you know, I, I know a lot of girls who I would call part-time trans, right? And so trans women who are friends of trans women, you know, would say there's no such thing as part-time trans. You know, I'm like, what do, what do you mean? There's a whole subculture of women who are kind of girls on the weekend. Like, mm. I want to have tits on the weekends. I want to take them off during the week. And they're kind of straight guys. They have girlfriends, but they like dressing up as women. They like having sex with other trans women or other guys or other girls or whomever, right? And that's what this convention or convention, this is what this meeting is like. It's going to be a bunch of trans women who just want to be naughty. They want to dress up slutty. You know, some of them probably are just kinky guys. Some of them might be sort of trans full time and everything in the middle. It's an entire spectrum. Mm. And a lot of people don't know that these subcultures exist. And there's trans women who are more conservative. I talk a little bit about that in the book. But this particular thing I'm going to in Las Vegas, it's going to be a sex party. (sighs) You know, I love it. Let there be no mistaking. There's going to be T-girls having sex with T-girls, T-girls having sex with guys, T-girls having sex with girls. You know, you name it. Yeah. Las Vegas. I think it's really interesting about there being pushback um, about yeah. what you said. There being like part-time <clears throat> trans women, yeah. part-time trans people. Yeah. Because Be- it's something we can get into as like, uh, I don't know if subculture is the right word, but you know, like people who are, you know, like, uh, what am I trying to say? I, I think that there's this tendency, like as a gay man, a lot of times I'll hear like, and and I'm kind of telling on myself for something I'm not super proud of thinking. Yeah, no. Like, but you're telling oh, your like, truth. like you're telling you're not. Yeah, sure. you're telling your truth. Yeah. 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 So like, I'll hear like you know, during Pride, I see like people, bisexual people who I've always known to be in a straight relationship, like make a Facebook post like, 
I'm celebrating my being bisexual today. And I have this immediate like knee jerk feeling of like, you're not, you're not gay. Like you, you don't get to say that you've yeah. always been straight as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. But yeah. that's not, that doesn't help anything. Like for me to start gatekeeping yeah, yeah. But what my I community. At, yeah. But like if you were to write about that, this is my writing style. I write about the conflict inside my head. A lot of which is politically incorrect, but it's my mm. truth. I'm obviously not a jerk. I'm obviously not a homophobic bigot, right? I do write. Right. I had those thoughts in my head because I was afraid or I was confused. So to me, this is your truth, right? And so when I speak with other trans folks, there's such a spectrum. What happens with a lot of trans women is that if this is a very, very sensitive topic to them. They feel uh, insecure about it or they feel, don't feel safe. And they take it very, very seriously. They it's, a very, it's almost a, a clinical topic to them. And I respect that, right? Right. And yeah. I, and I, I, but the trans world that I live in is completely different. But it's still trans, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times these groups, that, the, the other conservative group, looks, feels uncomfortable because we may give trans women a bad name or we may make it too light. You know, it's, we're making, it may look like we're not taking it seriously. And I've had arguments with people about it. I says, you don't have the right to own the trans world word you can't tell me i'm not trans because i'm also a man right there's a spectrum here and um yeah and uh, it's a very difficult topic because um i want to respect their position but at the same time i don't want to disrespect my own position you know and and unfortunately as people clamor for for attention they they tend to point fingers at each other and that's sort of an unfortunate byproduct of social networking yeah yeah yeah, it takes me back to like the 80s when I was first going to gay pride parades and I was living in Houston at the time. Yeah. When there was that real big pushback of like, oh, why do those drag queens have to like get all dressed up and be like dirty <laughs> drag queens? Yeah. They're giving us a bad name. Like, why can't we all dress normal for this parade? Like there was a lot of that back yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that- it's the same thing of like, well, it's the part of this community. Like it's some people are uh, a great thing about San Francisco is you see people who have just started. You see people who are who have been doing it for twenty years and everything in between. And you know, a lot of people are just started. They are going to be outraged. You should see the makeup that I used to do when I first started. You know, um, yeah. And I, I respect that. But the problem is, of course, you know, we have there's so many other things in life and you know, social media. We're trying to you know label and you know. And, and that's just a natural human thing. And, and I, I like to see less of that. But more importantly, I like people to be aware of it and to be okay with their own prejudices as long as they know it's not real. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. think this, but I know this is just something going on in my head. And, and don't be ashamed of it. Just, you know, deal with it, transform it, accept it. We all do it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's something really that a personal development for me that resulted from the, you know, the most recent black lives matter movement. And, you know, the, like the real intensity that we've had about this has been this sort of awareness and, um, allowing myself to say like, Oh, I'm racist. You know, like, like having this, like, I don't have to pretend or like try to defend myself. It's not necessarily my fault. Like this is how, yeah. The society, like the society, is white supremacist. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and and now that I can say that, I don't have to fight so hard to like defend myself. And instead, you could change your. I just am like, okay, so okay, wow, this came up. This is some racist shit that I just did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I do next? Because if you try to defend yourself, you'll never change. You'll never get better. You'll never evolve it. 
You know, I yeah. actually had an interesting, I don't know if you have time, but I had an interesting interaction with the transgender surgeon, which I did not write about. If you want, mm. it's a similar yeah. thing. I, and I'm not sure what, what that is. What's that? Uh, with, with, with a transgender yeah, insurgent? So is that, okay. It, one of the chapters in the book is, is called sex change, right? Um, I actually met with a surgeon that would give me a vagina. Oh, surgeon. Got it. Surgeon, right. So, um, and, uh, this is a well-known surgeon and, um, I wanted to, I, I wanted to include her name in the book. So I gave her the chapter that included her and she flipped out on me. Like, you know, it was just like, um, because I, um, because I was going through all the prejudices in my head and all the confusion as I was walking into her office, right? Mm -hmm. Half of it wasn't true. Right. Oh, right, so, right. yeah. But I, what was true is I was thinking it at the time and I even said in the text, oh, that's just me being nervous, you know, and I said it, but, but she's obviously very, very sensitive to this topic. Um, and so we had just an enormous blow up. She, she was going to sue me. I said, I'm not going to use your name. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to hurt you. But it was really hard for, because she um, is transgender herself and she, she um, is very sensitive to that topic, understandably so. So she took a lot of cues, triggered her. And the great mm -hmm. thing about that was when I explained it to her, and some things I toned down a little bit, she was not only okay with it, we had this whole bonding thing where she was telling me about her insecurities and about how hard it is being a trans woman. And uh, that was a, just a beautiful moment that I, I did not include in the book, of course. Um, and I took mm -hmm. her name out, and because otherwise it's too complicated. Um, yeah. You know, because I was talking about the fact that I, I, you know, how I felt about the sex and all these things that are clinically, again, I'm over here wanting to have fun. And she was saying, well, there's a lot of trans women who this is, this is an anatomical thing. This is not sex to them. And, and she was erring on that side. But I was saying, well, then I even said to her, I have the right to be this transgender person that's obsessed with sex because mm. I didn't get me as a guy. Right. <laughs> I yeah, catching up. I respect that your viewpoint is I'm a woman. Sex has nothing to do with it, but I want you to respect my right to do this. But I understand you don't want people in the public to get the wrong message because if they read right. my book and they don't read yours, they're going to think all the trans women are like me. And I don't want that. And I put that at the very beginning of the book. There are yeah. many kind of trans people don't think for a second that I, in my life, this crazy life I live, is representative of all trans people. That's really obvious, but there's a tendency for us to subconsciously believe that because of the way our culture works. We start labeling people. If you're trans, you act like this. If you're gay, you act like that. That's not true. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that, that, that was a very uh, big challenge. Um, and, and I had people give me flack about that. So I wrote the, uh, the disclaimer at the beginning. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I only tell you my story. Yeah. And I love that disclaimer. Like, I think it's really yeah. important just in general to have those disclaimers because like a lot of this other stuff, like it, it's a reminder of like, this is one person's experience. Yeah. And that's of all being trans. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we, there's so much political PC stuff going on out there that people are afraid to tell their truth. And I think mm -hmm. if more people tell their truth, that helps other people and it helps you. It helps validate who you are. It helps you evolve from being a racist person to somebody who realizes where the racism is actually coming from and then transforming it. Not you in particular, but everybody. Yeah. Now, I've had racist feelings as well. I've had sexist feelings as well. Um, um, I'm, I'm not exactly, I'm not I'm a little bit ashamed of them, but more importantly, I wanted to know why. 
and I transformed it. And that's yeah. what we all need to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and like accepting that, like, we're going to fuck up. Like yeah. we're humans. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get it wrong. Like a lot. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's why, you know, in, in the, in the world out there, if you have people, too many people nitpicking on your perfections, we're going to end up with a, with a, with a horrible look at the world we live in right now. Everybody yeah. wants to win the argument. They will destroy the other side. They will destroy themselves. They will just, they will inject negative karma. What do you think the children are think about us? They probably think all of us adults are, are insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't, they're not going to listen to us. Yeah. Be, and we are like, <laughs> yeah, we are. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. This here's like, a, <laughs> I'm jokingly calling this a short question Yeah, and we could keep it short. <laughs> You know, a, a lot of what you're you're talking about, this idea of, and, and I'm super on board with like PC culture. Yeah, yeah. To a to a degree. To a degree, yeah. But yeah. but I feel like a lot of what we've seen in the country in the last four and a half years with the rise of that guy, that former yeah. president yep. and his followers, yeah, is a real reaction to that type of nitpicking, where like it's like. Nope, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You can't say this. You can't say that. Yeah. And while while those things may be true, <laughs> the the general population isn't ready for that. And that and they're just like, we can't we can't do it anymore. I've seen friends yeah. during the last four years flip sides and become Republicans because they couldn't keep up with people who were you know yeah. sort of liberal. They couldn't keep up with not being trashy humans. <laughs> Oh yeah, and 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 they flipped, and they were like, "Okay, well then I support Trump now." <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like um, I think the 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 outcome of any situation is driven by the attitude you had going into it. Mm-hmm. If you want to find fault in somebody, if you want to be better than, if you want to control them, if you want to win the argument, you will find something that they say to go after, and vice versa. If you want to love them, you will find. So, you know, it's like it's like I spent a lot of time in Jerusalem. It's another thing I, I, I cut from the book. I spent a lot of time in Israel, right? Um, and one thing I learned about Jerusalem was, you can walk in there, out of there, fucking hating the place and everybody there, or you can walk out of there loving it and everybody there, right? Mm. It, it depends on it depends on what you're looking for. You will see everything there: great people, asshole people. Great Jews, asshole Jews, great Palestinians, asshole Palestinians. And if you want to believe Palestinians are evil, you can do that. If you want to believe they're wonderful, you could do that too. It all depends on what you want to do. That's, that, that's the irony behind life, is that you have the power to transform the world around you and the energy that you lead. And one thing I definitely learned by being Maria was, was the power that we all have in influencing other people. You go up there on, on a stage, especially as a trans woman, right? The number of people that see me, I can't even begin to count or to even figure out how many people went home that night, you know, transformed in some way. Every mm-hmm. once in a while I find out, right? But it's a reminder that every single one of us leaves a trail of karma that we will never know. We can only take it upon faith. I'm not talking about faith in God, faith in people, you know, that what we do matters. Everything we do matters. So just live the life you want to live and just be a good person. Sounds corny, but I've seen it happen, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Woo! 
That was some heavy stuff. <laughs> that was some good shit right there. I gotta turn that into a song, you know. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I do actually have a little bit of a selfish thing. I am actually coming to New York for two months. Oh, so I was in New York a couple weeks ago, um, and I went there one night. I already got two gigs lined up at the, you know, I think at the Slipper Room and Club Cummings. Looks like oh, oh, nice, yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking of coming to New York and just getting a place in Manhattan. It's pretty much a done deal in October and November. Oh, cool. So um, maybe looking you up. <laughs> yeah, definitely do. I would love to, like, if nothing else, just come hear you perform. Yeah, and then yeah, we, yeah. We could hang, like, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Definitely keep me posted. Will do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Um, okay, we should wrap this part of our conversation up, too. Sure. Like, this was so good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me for both of these. Yeah, yeah, no problem, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, I think... I made like that last chunk that you did. This is off the record now. I won't use yeah, any of this. Yeah, sure, sure. That last chunk you did was so powerful. Yeah. I might just take it and stick it in the main interview. Sure, sure. Um, is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because that was like that was like really, really a great message that I'm that I loved. Yeah, because so yeah. And and I would say uh, if you were to ask me what really motivated me to write this book. I would say, yeah, it wasn't about the sex and all that. That's fun, because that's what you get people to do to read the book. But I really wanted people to know just how much you can transform your life and how you can be positive in your life, that it matters and you have the power, mm. you know, and it's like, to me, that was the, the biggest message, you know? Um, yeah. And I really wanted to connect with people at that level because I've seen it out there. I've seen what this positive, a positive environment can do for me, and, you know, and I just wish that there was a way to, you know, transfer the the energy of the the magic somehow yeah share it but that's like writing a book is one way yeah and then performing music yeah like yeah, yeah. i think you're doing it yeah yeah for sure yeah, yeah. wow what a great conversation great like stuff. i love i mean i knew i was gonna love talking to you but this was especially like fantastic okay well great yeah yeah that's right i could go on for hours right yeah <laughs> But it was never, it was never dull. Yeah, it was, sure. No, it's really good. I like really enjoy talking about this type of stuff. So yeah, that's great. great. I really appreciate that you're interested in it. And you're, you know, a musician, you're a blogger and you're a fellow queer person. And it's a really, yeah. really great meeting you. You never know what somebody's like until you actually, you know, talk to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And I would be well, much better um, if I was Marie, if I was fully dressed up. <laughs> well, I think I got, I got the Maria vibe. Yeah. Sure. Good, good, good. <laughs> 